I love all things skin and rejuvenation. I love to help the client figure out what to do at home and also what to do in clinic. I also love to teach the fellow aesthetic doctor, aesthetic nurse, and med spa owner how to do what I do as well. If you are an aesthetic practitioner, clinic owner, head on over to buildingyourbeautybrand.com where I have a free training, register for it, and you can also hop on a call with myself and a colleague and we can help support you in your quest to supporting others achieve and receive powerful rejuvenation outcomes. Again, if you are an aesthetic practitioner or med spa owner, head on over to buildingyourbeautybrand.com and I look forward to guiding you in helping you achieve and receive powerful rejuvenation outcomes for your patients in your clinic. Enjoy today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm a registered nurse and an advanced aesthetic nurse since 2011, and I've helped thousands of clients from all over the world achieve beautiful, healthier, and happier skin. I'm a firm believer in aligning your body, mind, and spirit in order to reach the highest level of beauty. I'd like to introduce you to my very special guest, Chelsea Forbes. Chelsea joins us from Victoria, where she practices as a registered massage therapist. Thanks for joining us today, Chelsea. Thank you for having me. In this four-part series, we are going to dive straight into a number of different things, including the nuances of massage therapy, including prevention, rehabilitation, and optimization. Next, we are going to discuss the many ways yoga brings health and magic into our lives. Then we are going to dive into how when life gives you lemons, like acne-prone skin or crazy curly frizzy hair, how it can be a blessing in disguise on the path of self-discovery and learning about self-care. The last segment in this four-part series is going to get into overcoming trauma and getting into the shadow sides of our lives. Be sure to catch all four episodes in this series with Chelsea Forbes. Let's get started. Let's start with part one of this four-part series and dive straight into the benefits and nuances of massage therapy, including prevention, rehabilitation, and optimization of our body, mind, and spirit. Chelsea, how does massage therapy benefit from people directly or indirectly on the various body systems? Massage therapy benefits people on so many different levels. Mostly people come in for musculoskeletal discomfort, pain. However, It also helps with a variety of different kinds of conditions, working on the lymphatic system, if there's edema or inflammation, the digestive system, if there is constipation on the respiratory system, if people are coughing a lot, on the nervous system, on decreasing the sympathetic nervous system firing, and the endocrine system indirectly through the nervous system. So if people are stressed out, then they will release more stress hormones, cortisol and adrenaline and massage helps soothe that. Yeah, definitely. I personally experienced the wonderful benefit from that when you gave me an amazing massage about two weeks ago. I finished my work day. I was feeling a little on edge, a little stressed out. Kind of that feeling. It's like, oh, you feel like something bad's going to happen, right? And I, I told you how I felt and You just really put my mind and my body at ease. You're very wonderful at what you do. And I noticed that difference right away. I just left almost feeling like a new person. 
That is really lovely. And the type of massage that you come in for and your focus is definitely a certain type of massage. People will come in for a variety of different conditions and different goals that they're trying to achieve through massage therapy. Mm -hmm. So you definitely take care of yourself in a lot of different ways. So you don't have any specific injuries or major health conditions. However, you are very busy. You're very dedicated to your work and growing yourself and you do a lot of stuff day to day and being able to come in for a massage and just relax, increase the blood flow through your body and get a little bit of a maintenance throughout all of your tissues is very beneficial for you. And so everybody does come in with different goals and things that they're trying to achieve. And for you to come in and wanting to do like a full body maintenance and feeling this, you know, sense of unease when you came in and being able to leave feeling better, mm-hmm. that is accomplishing the goal of what you had come in for, which makes my job very rewarding. It's wonderful. What else would you say that massage therapy provides? When we're talking about the musculoskeletal system, which most people come in for and think of massage therapy as beneficial for, is restricted range of motion and opening up the tissues and the fascial layers and the joints and getting more range of motion and decreasing the pain and discomfort from tight tissues. I want to just interrupt you there because the fascia is actually what causes things like cellulite. Yes. Let's talk about that. Everyone, how do you get rid of cellulite? Well, let me save you a whole bunch of money. Don't buy cellulite creams. Don't get cellulite lasers and all this, all these gimmicks out there. Women have crisscross fibers in their fascia, in especially along the lateral thigh. And so with women, you will see more puckering because when those tissues are tight, it pulls down and causes the dimpling. If you release those fascial adhesions, then you can create more suppleness through the tissue. Mm -hmm. If you do cupping, which is a practice that you'll find with acupuncture or fascial techniques to release the fascia, I wouldn't recommend people come in for specific cellulite reduction massage. It has shown to be beneficial. Mm It's just a piece of the puzzle. So eating healthy, being hydrated, exercising, doing fascial techniques. You can do it at home too. Absolutely. And a lot of my clients, my friends, my family have cups at home that they do cupping on their own. Like in the shower. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. cup every day. (laughs) You probably have no cellulite. (laughs) Not not too much, that's for sure. It's wonderful. There, There you go. Free cellulite hack. Yes. Yeah. I actually have a cup in my shower and I'll cup my left low back first for half my shower, then my right low back. And then my, at the end, I put soap along my legs and I run my cup along the sides, side to side and in circles and up and down. And, uh, and you can tell when you do it on a regular basis, it doesn't hurt as much because the cups are negative pressure and they're pulling the skin up into the cup, which pulls the fascia apart. Mm -hmm. And when you are doing on a regular basis, you'll still get redness and it still kind of hurt a little bit, but it doesn't hurt nearly as much as when you start off and you have a lot of stuff to break down. Like when you've been working out loads and your IT bands are just like angry and then you get on the foam rollers. 
that hurts. And technically, when you use a foam roller, you don't want to, and when you're stretching, you don't want to be pushing it to the point of pain. You almost want to work your way into the more sensitive spots because when you experience pain, your muscles tighten up right. to guard to protect right. and you defeat the purpose of the release. Oh. So doing it more gently is generally you get more with less. The rolling pin rollers where you can hold on to it and roll it out without laying on it can be more beneficial for a lot of people because then you can control the pressure right, and right. be more specific. There's actually a device that I have. It's called the Ashley Black Fascia Blaster. And it's like this rod. You know those kitchen or bathroom faucets that are kind of white? There's four prongs to them. Yes. It's almost like one of four of those on this rod. And you can actually just self-massage with it. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So breaking it down, basically the same thing as I do with massage therapy is tenderizing the tissues, kind of like a meat cleaver. (laughs) Sort of, yeah. And I find that really funny because people come and meet with me in the clinic all the time. They're like, well, how do you get rid of cellulite? Like, honestly, buy this $90 thing, get this $10 cup, save yourself thousands of dollars, please. As well as working on reducing adipose tissue. Mm -hmm. So if you have the puckering is adipose tissue that is trapped in these fascial adhesions. So if you're breaking down the tissue and then breaking down the fascia, it's the combo effect that really helps. You will see people who are extremely fit that still have cellulite, then their approach next would be breaking down the fascial adhesions. That's so fascinating. It is so fascinating. (laughs) There's a lot of lasers and skincare products out there that just claim to treat cellulite but really aren't going to light a candle to what a little bit of self-massage is going to do. Absolutely. I have heard that if you use coconut oil and coffee grinds and you rub it into your skin that that's supposed to help break it down. There's all these different little things that people say that can be helpful. Maybe they might help for some people and Mm -hmm. maybe they won't for others. There's actually a really good skincare, body care product line called Based, B-A-S-D, and uh, it's vegan, it doesn't contain genetically modified organisms, and they have great coffee scrubs. You actually, in my bathroom, used the hand soap. It's a mint hand soap. They have uh, mint, creme brulee washes, lotions, and also scrubs. You can get it at Whole Foods and things like that, but it's a really great cost-effective body product. Well, I really like scrubs in general. Mm-hmm. Sloughing off the top layer of the dead skin cells helps the skin breathe better yeah, as definitely. well. Mm-hmm. And so by sloughing off dead skin cells on your legs, working on you know hydration and diet and exercise and breaking down the adhesions, most things in life, there isn't just one thing that fixes it. Yes, it's usually a yes, combination definitely. of a variety of different things. Pieces and when of the you, puzzle. When you you pull all those pieces of the puzzle in then that's when you get better results mm-hmm. when people come for massage massage isn't going to fix everything so I refer people out for all different kinds of therapies depending on what it is that they're trying to achieve as well as different lifestyle shifts that they can do add in or take out of their lifestyle in order to get better results it's not just you can't come for massage and get everything fixed right. but it's a really important piece to a lot of people's puzzles it's the same with facial and body rejuvenation when someone comes in and they want to address acne or pigmentation, fine lines, wrinkles, volume loss, sagging skin, all that stuff. It's a multifaceted approach. Absolutely. There's mm-hmm. not just one one fix Sorry, guys. for anything. <laughs> Chelsea, how do you approach your craft? 
So when people come in for massage therapy, it's important for me to gather a lot of information to start with. Their health history, what's happened to their body, any sort of accidents that they've been in, surgeries that they've had, scars that they have on their body, all play a piece to figuring out what's going on. Then I want, after I get an idea of what's happened to people's body, then I want to know what's happening, what kinds of symptoms that they're experiencing, what are their goals, and then it's assessing the body, figuring out what is the culprit, trying to get to the root cause of what's going on rather than my shoulder is sore, massage me in this area. It might not be your shoulder that's creating that discomfort. It might be a trigger point that's coming from a different area. And then once we've assessed, then it's treating. I, my part is to break down the tissues that are tight, loosen the fascia, and to increase the circulation, which delivers the oxygen, the nutrients to the tissues to heal the body. So I'm stimulating the natural healing response. So targeting that and then giving specific home care suggestions, exercises, hydrotherapy, modifications, other therapies that people can do in order to gain the results that they're looking for. So it's a, a process of figuring out what's going on, what do we need to do, and how do we do it. Right. I love that approach. Chelsea, why do you love what you do? I absolutely love what I do. When I was pregnant with my son 13, I guess 14 years ago now, because he's 13, I was trying to figure out a career where I could help people have flexibility and be around for my son. Being a parent is very important to me, so I wanted to have that ability to not have to work full time. And I was looking at all these different ideas of what I could do. And I had taken a baby massage course when my son was like six months old. And it was so amazing to see the benefits of doing gentle massage on him. How long was that course? It was one day, four weekends. So it was four day course over a month. Would you recommend new mothers take this course? Absolutely. It is such an amazing bonding time with your child. So after I would give my son a bath, I would put lotion on his body and use these gentle techniques and he slept better, ate better, cried less. And it was so simple. And then I started to really look into massage therapy Mm. and what that looked like. And it fit a lot of what I was hoping to find in a career. And so I went through the process of moving to Victoria and getting enrolled in school and being able to help people has been so rewarding for me. I was used to be in a position of really needing a lot of help myself. And I remember people saying, just pay it forward, just pay it forward later on when you have the ability to. So for me to have gone through the schooling and be able to learn about health and wellness and be able to teach people and provide a service for my clients that makes them feel better and happier and healthier, it makes me feel really, really good, especially when people come back and they get really excited about shifts that they've made in their life and things that they've done and ways that they feel and how they're able to do things they weren't able to do and how they've got so much more relief than they have from other things. And it's a very rewarding career to see people light up and feel good and be healthy. I love it. It's like when people come and see me for rejuvenation. When they start that process with me, they have a consult. I go through 
various skincare, laser, injectable, sometimes surgery options as well to help them achieve their goals. And then when they start it, they have, you know, they say they start with a hydrofacial or just basic skincare. They see me for their follow-up when we're doing something else, maybe a deeper chemical peel. And I love seeing that shift in them. It's like they just have this greater sense of um, self-esteem. They just carry themselves a little bit higher. They're more vibrant. It's really cool. It is very amazing being on the other end, mm-hmm. also coming in and seeing you and go, coming for a hydrofacial this week and leaving with just minimal makeup on my face and not being worried about it, that my I felt comfortable enough in my skin that I went out to the grocery store and I went and I went to my Cairo appointment and I wasn't wearing any makeup except for what it is that you put on your on the skin afterwards, uh, like tinted a tinted sunscreen, a tinted sunscreen mm-hmm. which is basically a very minimum minimal coverage. But since I've been working with you, my skin has improved quite a bit. It still has a long way to go, but if we keep doing what we're doing, it's going to get better and better. And I feel more comfortable in my skin without makeup on since I've been seeing you. So it feels pretty amazing to be able to go out into the world and not feel like I need to cover my face in makeup. Yeah. And when you can get away with wearing less makeup, you see more of your skin. Absolutely. And that's definitely a huge reflection of your health when your skin looks good. Not in all cases. We're going to talk about acne in, in future podcast episodes here in this series. But it's a big part. It absolutely is. Even if you have acne, you can still have healthy skin. Mm-hmm. If you're hydrated, if you're eating well, if you're exercising, you have a different color and tone to your skin. Right. I've seen people, you know, with people who pollute their body with drugs and alcohol and not hydrated they have a dullness yep, it's to like a their gray skin. dusky look i see absolutely smokers. and like i can spot a smoker like a mile away absolutely so it, vitality through your skin definitely shows that's through a huge the part color. of traditional chinese medicine too absolutely the assessment the providers make with the skin tone it absolutely mm-hmm. it does say a lot about your health so even though i still break out my skin is healthy mm-hmm. i do a lot of things to make sure that my skin is healthy it's your largest organ yeah. on your body it surrounds it has a huge square footage and having someone <laughs> like you give it a little bit of love during a massage therapy session is so important it is pretty lovely to get that blood flowing through mm-hmm. those tissues so it's indirectly working with the tegumentary okay <laughs> i've never known how to pronounce it <laughs> but i knew how to spell it right yeah. what is health and wellness to you health and wellness is self-discovery it's learning about your own individual body and what it needs and figuring out how to accomplish it so it's one thing to understand your body and its specific needs it's another thing learning what it is that you need to do to improve your health and wellness and the next step is actually following through and doing it and no one's going to do it for you absolutely not you are completely in control of your health and wellness. Mm -hmm. I have a client who says that he wishes that he could just pay people to take care of all these different (laughs) aspects of his life. And, and it's a very lazy way of looking at it. You have to put the effort in to accomplish 
positive things. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier doing the wrong things than it is to do the right things. So to be healthy and to have wellness in your life, it requires effort, but it is so rewarding. What do you notice about your clients who are yogis? I find that my clients who are yogis have a certain light about them. They have a type of personality that just puts me at ease. And when I work with them, they're so much more in tune with their bodies and their breath Mm -hmm. than any of my other clients. Mm -hmm. When I'm working on a yogi, I generally don't have to do deep tissue on them because their tissues aren't as tight and restricted. And when I work on their tissues, they let go quicker. My clients are able to breathe into where they feel the tension and breathe out and completely relax. They're a lot more in tune with what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and focusing on their body. A lot of other clients are not in tune with their body. They're just passively coming in to get worked on. They're not really thinking about what I'm doing. When I work on a yogi, they're in there for a purpose and they're thinking about or receiving what I'm doing in a more conscious way. Mm-hmm. And that trickles down to every aspect. I definitely notice when clients come to see me, I can almost tell them right away if they're a yogi or not. Yeah? Because they're my most beautiful clients, hands down. Even with women who are 60 plus, who've led a full life, they got a couple of fine lines and wrinkles and pigmentation on the skin. It doesn't matter. It's like their inner radiance and beauty. It's like that yogi glow. It literally is a thing. I absolutely... 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. It's a ter- certain type of person yeah. that gets into doing yoga. And when people aren't necessarily that type of person, but are interested in it and they get into that world, mm-hmm. you get surrounded by people who are really beautiful souls right. that are in tune with their body and their breath and more holistic and positive and optimistic. There's so many positive things that happen in the yoga studio and on your mat. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's interesting when I'm doing a treatment on someone or, you know, just you, before we started recording here, you just said this really deep inhale and it's therapeutic for me to hear because I kind of find myself breathing quite shallowly. And there's some issues around that that I'd like you to talk about. So breath is life. It is so important. And if you are breathing, you're practicing yoga. If you're consciously breathing, your diaphragm is your primary muscle of respiration. So it is at the lower part of your lungs. And when you take a deep breath, you're really expanding that diaphragm. And if you're chest breathing, which a lot of people do tend to do, is they're working their secondary muscles of respiration more than they're designed to be. So their scalenes and their pec minors are overworking and the diaphragm isn't being stretched as much as it should. So then it gets tightened and you get restrict restriction all through your lower rib cage. So practicing deep belly breaths and big breaths where you're filling up the lower lobes of your lungs, you get more oxygen into your system. You have the little alveoli inside your lungs. And if you're only chest breathing, your upper lobes of your lungs are the ones that are getting used. And if you breathe deeper, then those alveoli absorb all of that oxygen, which is vital for your Mm -hmm. tissue health and your whole 
being. Yeah. The alveoli are really important aspects as you age. And working in the hospitals, I was a pediatric ICU nurse before this, but during my training, I did lots of care and helped people recover after surgeries, various different types of surgeries. And we actually do breathing techniques in the hospital to encourage the respiration and the expansion of the alveoli. So what happens is if you don't deep breathe, those little sacs, uh, there's a little fluid in those sacs. And that's where all your your gas exchange happens, by the way, is in these little teeny tiny alveoli sacs in your lungs. And when you don't deep breathe, they'll get stuck together. So you actually lose your ability to expand your lungs and get air. Which completely makes sense. And if you're not doing deep breathing, your little muscles in between your rib cage, your intercostal muscles, also aren't being expanded Mm. and stretched and those can get really tight so when i work with clients who have respiratory conditions often their rib cage expansion is less than normal Mm -hmm. and working on deep diaphragmatic breathing will help stretch out the diaphragm stretch out the intercostals feed the lower alveoli open up those sacs and not have them stuck together a lot of people don't necessarily think about the importance of that and it's interesting when I have my clients on the table and I get them into a position where I'm stretching something and I'll get them to breathe into it as I they resist me pushing them further gently then breathe out to relax and then I can move them into a new range of motion Hmm. it's interesting to see how many people can only take little breaths So I'm asking them to take a slow, long, deep breath in with resistance. (laughs) Not my yogis. My yogis can breathe way deeper. Yoga is a practice too. So people can start off and they're not necessarily going to be all, you know, I practice yoga so I can breathe really deeply. It takes time and it takes effort and it's, you get better at it the more you try just with anything that you start doing. You don't necessarily start off perfect you work on it and you get better. And so yoga is a practice. As you practice more and more, you get more in tune with yourself, your own body and understand it and where your restrictions are. And mm-hmm. if you rotate to the left, is it more restricted than when you rotate to the right? Is your left hamstring tighter than your right hamstring? Which hip is tighter? And you learn your body and it takes time. You become more aware. Yes. Well, we're going to leave the conversation about yoga in the next episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to the part one of this four-part series where we talked about the nuances of massage therapy and how Chelsea approaches her craft, why she loves what she does, what's health and wellness, and how yogis actually show up differently on the table. Thank you so much for joining us, Chelsea, for this incredible four-part series where we talked about the benefits of massage therapy and our body, yoga, we're talking about body and beauty blocks like acne and frizzy hair, and then getting through really important life events and how to come out on top. It's been such a pleasure. I really, really enjoy spending this time with you and being able to talk about these things. And thank you so much for having me. It was such a rush for me. It's exciting. It's out of my comfort zone. And it makes me feel alive to be here and talking about these things that we've learned about and um, to share this information with other Mm -hmm. people that maybe can resonate with them and help them. 
you're a wonderful healthcare provider, and it's amazing collaborating with people like you. Ditto. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Rachel Varga podcast. Be sure to listen to all episodes in this series with Chelsea, where we dive into the benefits of massage therapy, yoga, overcoming acne and building self-esteem, and growing through the shadow sides of our lives and how growth can make you a happier and healthier person. Chelsea, where can people find you? Find me on Instagram at livelife.everyday. I love it. It's an awesome handle. Good job, girl. Chelsea, thank you so much for joining us today and teaching us about the most important aspects that we need to start putting into play in our lives every single day to better align our body, mind, spirit. And you've heard me say this before, when all those pieces of the puzzle are aligned, that's when you're going to be your most beautiful self on the inside and out. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and do an Instagram story of you listening to these episodes because it helps other people find this podcast too. Continue the conversation at rachelvarga.ca where you can register for my newsletter and even pre-register for my upcoming multidisciplinary course for helping you age impossibly well. I'll drop the links in the show notes below. See you in the next episode.